Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 449th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my uh, excellent and uh, exciting co-host. I don't know. We have the fluffiest whimsicott, the person that leaves cotton Mm. all over my house. (laughs) <laughs> but we do get two adjectives today nice yeah Thank you. yes and then of uh the man that i kicked out of my chair before i walked into the office we have seth vilo i just wanted to sit in it for a little bit longer <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know seth was a cat yeah uh <laughs> uh that's true I, I do i kick watson out of my chair very often but uh <laughs> Welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I came up with in 2007 to uh, talk about Pokemon with my friends and and trick them into it. And now I made friends because I talked about Pokemon and I've tricked them into talking to to me about it. And And we're none the wiser. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We do every we talk about uh, everything here at Puckle from the trading card game to the video game to everything, uh, quote unquote, in between. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what else is in between anymore conquest, conquest okay we oh, I, th- th- that's just like that's like a meme at this point like that says conquest yeah. is a spinoff game and it's just like yeah it is and it's a very good spinoff game and you should all play it um i i 100 recommend it <laughs> but uh what have you guys been up to you both have been on the show like stupid recently i think whimsica was on the show the last time i was on the show yes but but i've done stuff in the meantime okay uh, okay i've had gym battles and that's i've true. actually had some time to progress in my Red Nuzlocke. Oh. I have beaten Erika. And I remember that I have two 3DSs and that I have a virtual console game on each of them. So now my team includes an Alakazam and a Golem. And I think I'm going to beat this thing. Uh, yes. I Speaking of Nuzlocke, I, I, I did that this week. I did uh, Puckle Plays with, uh, I believe, Jushiro. We've got three new episodes that are going to come out this week. We took a week off, mostly because I was falling a little behind on recordings, and also I just needed the week off. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Like, last week, I I mean, I, I'm very grateful for you guys who can, like, pick up the show and the content, like, when I take a break. I, I'm very grateful for that. Seth, looking at you. Even after you kicked me out of your chair. Even after I kicked you out of my chair. <laughs> 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 and uh but yeah it's really nice to be able to do that and like take that break when i need to because like it, for the longest time it was just like yeah i do this 52 weeks a year and this is what happens but now i can like take a break like once every four months and i don't feel bad so mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a good time but yeah seth what have you been up to ever since you were on the show a very long time ago 
Well, the biggest thing is a matter of minutes ago from end of this recording That's is true. when the draft for my particular group finished. There was the slow draft that was going on for like a week where you had eight yeah. hours to make your pick. This one was the fast one. I had 60 seconds to make mine. Oh, wow. 60 seconds. I thought it was a little yeah. bit longer than that. 60 seconds might be a little short. Yeah, it was. I mean, it went. It worked. We were it, done it, in it, an hour and 11 minutes. Yeah, dude, I heard wow. I that went really fast. Like, because I walked in this morning into voice chat because everybody was in there. And I was like, what round are we on? And it was like, I think it started at 9 a.m. Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It started at yeah. 9 a.m. Eastern. I walked in at like 940. I was like, yeah, what round are you guys on? Um, 10 rounds, mind you, 12 players. And they're just like, they're like, oh, we're on round five. And I'm like, what? You're already on oh, yeah. through. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's moving. That's cruising. I think, that's it's, good it's, I think it's 16, though. 16 people. Oh, is it 16? I got the number mm-hmm. wrong then. Never mind. But, but that's, still, though. That's even faster. Me. That's even more impressive. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was wild. And I think I've got a good team. It helped that I was just kind of hanging in voice and I had the encyclopedia of sigma there to to quickly talk to while i was coming up with the we figured out that delmize is surprisingly lethal and i'll leave it Mm. at that yes 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 it has three stabs it's big it's bulky it's a good and it's one of the best things blessed by isle of armor yeah i'm totally into that uh does it get steel roller uh, it does. It does oh. now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It does now. It'd be a shame it if you had two of the four terrain sets <laughs> on your team. I, I've been playing around. Uh, I, I'm obviously not in draft league. I had gym battles too this week. Which, honestly, the the showing for summer league that we have this year is so crazy. It oh, is don't tell nuts. Me about it. It's like I, we've never had this many people. Never. I I have woken up two Saturdays in a row with a headache because I'm going to bed so late on Friday <laughs> because my gym time is just running over because within like five <laughs> yeah. minutes I, I have like ten people sign up and I'm like yeah okay it's ten. I mean people. let me let I me pull it up. Ten I can people in two hours. <laughs> we typically don't get like a lot of people getting a lot of badges, but right now we already have like people with six plus badges. We mm. have one, two, three, four, five. I mean, it's a week and a half in. Wow. HDM has nine. He won the yeah. ninth badge against me last night. Yeah. Uh, oh, my two, gosh. Two plus badges. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then people with just one badge right now, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So, like, you add all those numbers up, and that, so that's a bigger number. And <laughs> I don't know what it is off the top of my head. But, yeah, it's, like, it's crazy. I mean, they I think the first... the most. The first night I opened up, I think I had 15 challengers. Um, it, it, like just for reference, wow. yeah, it was just like it was crazy. I was also like the second gym to go, so it was uh, it w- it was just crazy. Like I'm super into it though. I I'm really hi- happy that people are really getting into it. Um, I can't wait until the rest of those pins come in so we can have the rest of the badges. Yes, that that is going to be exciting. I'm very excited for that part. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to have like a full set of puckle badges. I'm very this excited. Epic. I mean, this epic. is this is like this is the dream. Like this is this is something I thought of like 12 years ago. And it's happening now, <laughs> so I'm I'm very excited. Like this is just like this is just like uh, 2007 Thatcher's dream come true. Have your own like set of gym badges for like your custom league. Like that's really cool. You made it happen, bro. You made yeah. it happen. Uh, we well, not me. We we made it happen. I, I mean, none of this would be possible. Like yeah, like people joke that like this is like a monolithic effort by Thatch, but it's not. <laughs> well, it was 
it was for a lot of years. Like it was for a lot of years. Five percent, you. Yeah, so I, I would say that. But now, get a lot of credit. <laughs> uh, I I don't know about that. Like it, it, it's like saying it's like saying yeah, look at this really cool skyscraper. Thanks to the foundation. You know what I mean? Like that. That's how I kind of view it. It could like you. You need both. Without it, though. Yeah, you need both. Yeah, like you need both. But like, I mean, I'm not the skyscraper. <laughs> I like. I need you guys to to be the skyscrapers. Yeah, I'm the shiny windows. In, in science, um, it, when you log into Google Scholar, they typically have the phrase, and this is kind of like how I like to view it. It says, uh, we stand on the shoulders of giants. Yes. And so that's how I view most of everything that I do. <laughs> now <laughs> I just seven. pictured you in an Attack on Titan scenario, just looking yes. over the wall in a Hawaiian shirt with a giant yeah. alligator standing <laughs> by your side. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like like we stand on the shoulders of giants. So like you can see a little bit farther because you're working on you're making progress. Like even the Patreon supporters are giants too. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Without them, <laughs> we wouldn't be able awesome. to do things. Like the show, like you're listening to us now, right? And I mean, we're gushing about ourselves, and this is the like the number one thing I hate to do on the podcast, but it's fine. I'm sorry, but I started it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate gushing about ourselves. I hate podcasts about themselves, right? But like, yeah, without the Patreon supporters, we wouldn't be able to like sound as good as we sound now. Yeah. And we wouldn't be able to, like, we wouldn't have been able to make the badges. We wouldn't be able to do a lot of things. We wouldn't be able to, like, run bots constantly like we are now on the, on the Discord server. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of things that were made possible because of that. And I mean, I'm, I'm grateful because, like, this is a really cool thing we built. But, uh, yeah, this is a good place to stop being emotional. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, it's fine. It's, it's just like, we made, we built a really cool Pokemon community where we can play Pokemon. And, uh, on that note, though, let's, uh, this is, this is a good place to stop. Let's kick it on over. There is some news to talk about. I think it's literally just Pokemon Go. So we're going to kick it on over. Let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. Our news this week is very Pokemon Go heavy and light otherwise. (laughs) Uh, So in the first news uh, piece of news, Pokemon Sword and Shield have received an update this week, and that fixes issues with Wycom pairing. And I think the biggest issue it fixes, and I don't know if it fixes any other issue, is that it just fixes the fact that you can't see hacked raids. Because... if some of you have paid attention to the Wycom before, you can just see like the Pokeball symbol when a po- yes, person's hosting yes, a raid. That. And that's because somebody's hosting a hacked raid, like a Pokemon that can't normally be in a raid. Like you could host like a Zarude raid or something like yeah. that um, if you have the proper like hacking tools and stuff like that, because they haven't been as good about banning hack switches as they were prior to Pokemon, which is really odd to think about. But <laughs> whatever, it's fine. Uh, I think the only, I think the really the only reason they can find you if you have a hack switch is if you have pirated software. And yeah. most people doing Pokemon aren't pirated software, but most people before Pokemon were probably pirating software. That's my thought. Yeah, probably. Like, now there's an actual, let's call it an in-game reason to hack. Yes. That's kind of uh, yeah, but they, yeah, people would host these raids. And the problem is, like, if you would host these raids, one, you'd get banned from Pokemon for if you were the host. But if you participated in them, you also got, like, a two-week ban or something. Ooh. Um, Which was, yeah. So, like, first of all, if you're a kid and you don't know anything about this, like... Exactly. Sorry. You're gonna see something like, "Hey, that's new. What's that? I'm gonna click on it." Yeah, Seth wants us to read, right? Like, that, that's exactly what's happening. And yeah, yeah, 
it, it, it's a, it is a problem. Um, I, I know that people are just like, but that's, um, you hack. I don't think anybody's saying that. Um, but, uh, but I mean, this is something I do. Cause like one, I'm super nerdy and into modding consoles. I think it's the coolest thing in the entire world. Um, I like playing with electronics and like fiddling with them, both soft software and hardware. And so like, I, I mean, we obviously do that. That's how like our giveaway bots and stuff work. Um, thanks to the devs for that. Um, and yeah, I mean, we do have this capability, but I think that's like stupid and that's breaking the game. Like PK hex is one thing, but like, this is kind of stupid. Yeah. In my, having, in my like opinion. having a shortcut to stuff that you could have anyway and having stuff yeah. that you couldn't have anyway are two very different things. Exactly. I, I, I like playing within the legal confines of the game. That's, that's yeah. my thought. But uh, Seth, move, moving along, there's two things. Uh, one, one not exciting and the other one stupid exciting. Yeah. So the most exciting thing is that Pokemon Cafe Mix has added 30 new stages along with a lot of new Pokemon. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Pokemon Cafe Mix is still a game. It has not yet touched my phone. uh, I've downloaded it on Switch to play it for a little bit, and I don't like it um, on, like, the Switch. It might be better on the phone. The thing I know is, a couple people have played it and yeah. liked it. I don't, I don't know, though. I, I honestly, I'm not a fan of the gameplay, mostly because, mm-hmm. like, I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of, like, traditional, like, puzzle games. And this one's yeah. more, like, it's got, like, it, you've got, like, wiggle room, which is weird. Uh, and mm. I, I'm not I'm not a fan uh, personally. Yeah, like I, I like I I'm a know, huge I, fan of Pictocross. Like Pictocross is my jam. Yeah, but you have to think to do that. This is not a thinking puzzle game. That's true. Sucks. I like thinking puzzle games though, but I I also am probably not like the general public. I I, I have a hard time remembering that sometimes. Like like I, not, this isn't like bragging or anything, but like I have a PhD, right? So um like two to three percent of the world has like a phd yeah and You're it's just like it's just like okay your brain a lot and so some things yeah no i totally get that use your brain seem less interesting to you yeah no i totally get that and like i think people think differently all the time this is not to like poop on people that uh otherwise are just like well i don't have a phd does that hate me no no absolutely not i think everybody thinks differently and it helps them do different things well Mm-mm. that is 100 percent my thought in my entire life yeah that is my philosophy. What, because, what I said was dumb. Yeah. Like people use their brain a lot, but as yeah. you say, they just do it in different ways. Yeah, people think differently, um, and I think people are just better at doing certain things than others. Like Seth is very good at listening to me talk about this, while he he silently hates me and plans plots my <laughs> plots the hostile takeover of Puckle. You're putting a lot of words into my head there, Bucko. <laughs> but Seth, talk about the real exciting thing. The real exciting thing, everybody. PokemonCenter.com has new things. Normally, we don't really go into this, but there is there there isn't a couple exceptions for this one. This is one, the huge exception. <laughs> they have five count them five different types of official Pokemon Hawaiian shirts. This is. It sounds like I got five new shirts for my, for my wardrobe. Like, yeah, <laughs> and honestly, the Lapras one looks really cool. The Gengar I, one looks really cool. So, like, you have the original Stitch that does this. Um, one, original Stitch is way more expensive. Like, it's twice the yeah. price, quite literally. Um, mm-hmm. Original Stitch is going to run you, like, 100 bucks a shirt. These are 50 bucks a shirt, which is, again, a little, still a little expensive, a little pricey. But... Yeah. Um, I mean, the other thing, high quality shirts. Yeah, well, so everything Pokemon Center... Like, I, I have a couple t-shirts from them, and they're, like, very high quality. And the other thing I would like to note that I like about these versus like the uh, the original Stitch ones, and Seth, feel free to interrupt me and like say <laughs> gush about them as much as you want. Um, but the original Stitch ones, like you can only pick like one Pokemon on the design. This one has like multiple Pokemon incorporated in the design, which I absolutely mm-hmm. love. 
Like one has yeah, like the Lapras one has the Lapras one has Venusaur Slowbro. Yes, Executor. And me sneezing when I while yep. I mute with the mic. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Pikachu just has Pikachu. The Slowpoke has Slowpoke. So a lot of them do only have one Pokemon. Yeah. But then you get to the oh oh wow this ocean one is cool. Holy yeah, the ocean moly. one's cool. That's probably my favorite one. I I'm probably gonna buy this. What I need oh, to look at their no. size chart. Why did I look at this? I need to look at their size chart. Um, Why am I adult out. that can buy things? Am I am I a medium <laughs> or am I a large Seth? I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, know. <laughs> You're filling your cart too while I read the news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Keep talking about this, Seth. I'm busy. Okay. They all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have a couple other things that are normal, like a a scarf thing, a water bottle thing that are all part of a design. And they have a backpack that's cool. It's a camper backpack. They really seem to be in merchandise pushing the outdoor camping thing, which is kind of neat. I like it. Oh, they the camper cool cooler. Equipment. Is that what you're talking about? Is that the one you were telling me about that you liked? Uh, Not the cooler, but I like the backpack. Wait, like which backpack? At Worlds. One moment. Oh, that one. This I, see the, the I, wait, I see a fanny pack. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not. No, not. <laughs> Seth, not you should one. get. Seth, you seem like the kind of person that would wear a fanny pack. I'm going to take that as a compliment. So uh, You should. <laughs> oh, I see it I'm now. There it now. is. I found it. But yeah, they have this awesome backpack. They've got a couple other things. But that's that's pretty much the extent of this news is that there's new stuff on PokemonCenter.com. And if the, all you listeners the, oh get gosh. to the backpack before I get a chance to buy one, I'm going to be incredibly mad at you. <laughs> they have a cool poke Pikachu running jersey, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, Pokemon Center, I love you. Um, I, This is the best <laughs> thing that's ever happened. Uh, but yes, <laughs> and let's a picnic blanket. Uh, let's pivot. You, let's pivot. You real guys, hard. you guys just keep playing over there in your land when Pokemon Pokemon Center is a thing. I'll just be here <laughs> in my European corner. Crying. That's so sorry. They have a scarf like for soccer games. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing, Seth. We should buy these. Um, we should buy them all out. <laughs> you're just, you're just turning the knife. At <laughs> let's move on though like move on said. yes let's move Stop on though. Killing let's, let's pivot Stop to pokemon, pokemon go, go news. Pokemon what <laughs> how weird that we have pokemon go news in the news thing that never happens <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> the second week of the go fest leading event has begun it will run until july the 15th it focuses on battling and especially battling against team rocket the Time Research features Hitmonlee and Super Rocket Radar. And again, there are additional spawns that will be added to GoFest if 1 million players on each team complete the task. I haven't As done reminder, it. I haven't done it either. As a <laughs> reminder, the week 3 is going to run from July 17th to July 22nd. We're just mentioning it because it starts before the next episode yes. comes out. It focuses on friendship, it introduces Petalil, it features Alolan Raichu, there's going to be summer-themed Pokemon in Eggs and in the Wild, it introduces Shiny Bellsprout, again, the 1 million players thing. But the most important thing of all about Pokemon Go news oh my gosh. is that there's a whimsicott in the new loading screen. My baby is coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's tiny! You have to really look hard to see it, but it's in the middle of the screen. It's, it's there. It's Bye. there. You mean to tell me it hasn't been There's in the game yet? I could have sworn it was. It's no, not. It's not. Every such friggin' thing in what Gen a fool. 5 is in the game except... Wait. What a fool you are, Seth. missing, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's me. 
All right, ghastly community day though. The thing that everybody's wow. exciting for, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it is next weekend, July 19th, and it runs from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time, like always. Uh, I like that they switched everything to local time, by the way. Best thing ever. Yeah. Um, I also like that they're six hours long now. Thank you. Um, praise mm-hmm. the Lord. Uh, and then Gengar will also learn Shadow Punch, which is actually really cool because that's like one of the old legacy moves that it lost. That uh, Or maybe that was Wasn't Shadow Claw. Wasn't that Shadow Claw? You, we, you might be correct. Yes. Because um, I have two legacy Gengars. And then you can also give them more money so you can play a, a little research that doesn't do anything but give you more Ghastly. So think about that um, for a dollar. That is called a Great Ghastly. <laughs> that, that's that's. That's kind of brilliant, though. Yes, it's kind of <laughs> cute, right? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, Seth, tell us more about Pokemon Go and its its exciting features. Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on, namely stuff to do with Team Rocket. And there seems to be a rocket balloon where players at level 35 and above can encounter these just Team Rocket balloons mm-hmm. and challenge grunts and leaders, which includes Giovanni himself who can have a fancy, fancy Shadow Suicune. And that's important yeah. because this is like the first time since March that they like switched the Giovanni Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, they, they like put it on pause because of the uh, because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's nice. And more importantly, you can purchase a fancy new rocket hat <laughs> more for importantly. some money. <laughs> and in addition to the rocket balloon, there's also Jesse and James balloons, so you can see them in Go, which is a delightful little tie-in to the anime. I it's cute. I love it. It's cute. It's very cute. Wait. They have Shadow Ekans and Shadow Coughing, which can also be shiny. I've seen yes. pictures of the shiny coughing. Mm-hmm. I have seen that. From them. I have seen that as well. Oh, take us home, Whimsicott, though. Take us All home. All right. All players can now receive a daily free box and a special daily spawn Willow will notify you when these are available. Yay. Also, Pokemon Go has added a new social feature that will show you when a friend is online. You can turn this off if you want. That's nice, actually, because that's probably like the uh, infrastructure for rating with friends. But that mm-hmm. was delayed, though. That was, de- yeah, probably because I didn't have the infrastructure. I mean, you see yeah. how it's still July and they just put it in? <laughs> no, yeah. it's not July. It's May 53rd. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think this would be like May like 72nd. Actually, it's April 105th. <laughs> <laughs> ah, anyway, the last piece of Pokemon Go news is that the Battle League has shifted to the Master and newly introduced Premier League and both will run until July the 20th. I have no idea what it is that I just said because I do not follow Pokemon League. Yes. <laughs> Go. All right. So, yeah, that's it. Yay. Um, also, just like slight puckle news because P. Mickey put it on the sheet, which means he wants me to do it, um, <laughs> is that on YouTube now we're doing, uh, well, by we, this is the royal we, uh, puckle. <laughs> I, I was I was not involved in this. They added me to the chat like as the video was in the process of being made. <laughs> it was like a, it was like a four-year awareness, by the way, we're doing this um, type scenario, which is fine. I like that kind of stuff. Um, but they made, they, they made a video going over last week's Pokemon of the episode, uh, team. Uh, so you can actually like watch P Mickey and Claude go into it. So that's actually really really cool. cool, Yeah. Yeah. And so they're going to do it again for this week's team as well. So just keep it. We haven't figured out what day that's going to be on yet because we're, we're still working out the YouTube schedule. It came out on Friday this week, mostly because we didn't have, uh, Puckle plays this week. Um, Mm -hmm. hopefully it'll return on Sunday, but we'll see. Uh, on that note though, we will, uh, we'll take a break here. 
and we're going to go quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Let's cue that music. Yeah. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane knowledge. Today, Whimsicott and Seth are going to be operating together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions from you guys over on the Puckle Discord in the trivia channel. Literally nowhere else. If there are questions somewhere else, we didn't see them. On that note, though, this is where they're going to answer these questions. Uh, one point per question. One question will be worth more than one point, however, uh, depending on how badly they're doing. Well, actually, I think it's just worth two because it's whatever question we have left over from last week. First contestant to 30 points out of all the co-hosts will get a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. You, the fans, if you get your question read on the show if, as part of the trivia question, you get put into a drawing for a $20 credit to the sponsor of this segment, AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for anything anime-related and just nerd-related, actually. I just cool. In general, they have some great motivational designs. I've got, them. I've got like their, I've got like one of their D and D posters in my room. Mm. I've seen a few of them. They're it's cool. very cool. I like it a lot. When you kicked me out of your chair, I went into your room to record instead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We've got five questions from the community ready to go. Our first one is going to be from Cesar. It's like Caesar, <laughs> but with the A in the wrong place. So I'm very confused. It's like missing an A, but it's like there's like an extra E. I'm very confused. C-E-S-A-R-E. Don't know who you are, but we'll find out. Oh, that's Cesare. That's just an Italian. I don't know. I'm American. America. Uh, Well, they ask, which is the only evolution to ever had at one point a signature move? Uh, And I think they mean by signature move, they mean like it was the only Pokemon that can learn that move. Did anything beside Leafeon get Leaf Blade? Yes, that was the signature move of the Grovile line first. Perfect. Uh, did anything besides Jolteon get Pimissile in Gen 1? Um, part of me wants to say Cloyster? Hmm, that sounds plausible. Didn't it, um, hmm, is it some weird fairy move that only Sylveon got? There's not a lot of fairy moves, and I don't think it had any exclusive. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it was Vaporeon. That really doesn't have wide enough of a move pool to have anything, and it competes yeah. with all the waters. And uh, I don't think it's Flareon either. Hmm. I kind of want to see it's Jolteon with Pin Missile. I I kind of that was my first thought, and I hmm. can't think of anything else off the bat. Did Umbra and Espion have anything? Oh that was yeah, just... yeah. Wait, hang on. Hang on. Um, I think it's one of those two. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure, now that I really think about it, I think it's Cloyster that got Pin pin Missile as well. Okay. Or something like that. Um, so what did Espion uh, or Umbreon have? Like, I'm trying to think if it's... if Because it, the two of them had, like, Moonlight and... and whatever yes. the opposite of moonlight is what is that morning, morning sun, sun. Um, did, were they exclusive to them i don't know he's like 
now a lot of Pokemon get them. Yeah. And I'm thinking if like if they were exclusive to them, they would both be exclusive to them, you know? So it wouldn't be just one. I'm gonna need an answer. Seth, what do you wanna do? I I like Espeon with Morning Sun because I feel like that's more exclusive than Moonlight because things like Clefable would have gotten that in I'm when fine. it was released. I'm fine with that. Let's go with that. Espeon is correct. Uh, it is ah. Espeon with Morning Sun. It is the Good only job, Pokemon Seth. that can learn Morning Sun. Uh, Moonlight yeah. was learned by, I know it for a fact, Vileplume in Gen 2. Yeah, the Oddish line. I, I know they get it now. I don't know. I didn't know if they already they got it They did get it in Gen, Gen 2. 2 because, uh, what's her face? Karen uses it. Okay. Because remember, she was the dark type Elite Four member, but only used Houndoom and Murkrow. And that was it. Well. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> Gosh dang evolutions. All right, so our next question this week is from Liger, and Liger wants to know, what is Ash's only Pokemon to have evolved off-screen after capture? So, Noctal's evolution wouldn't count as he didn't catch the Hoot Hoot, as an example, though. But this Pokemon, Ash caught it, released it, it came back evolved. Of course, yeah, an anime question, great. Yes. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. I have no idea. Like, zero idea. I don't watch the anime. I know this one, but I don't watch the anime, but I pay attention. I do recommend Pokemon Journeys, though. Is it a recent really? thing? It's on oh, Netflix. Dang. Pokemon No, Pokemon I mean, Journeys. I mean, does the question reference a recent thing? Because then I'm even more hopeless. That would be a hint, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be a hint. I, w- I could tell yeah. you that. I could give you that answer. No. Uh, let's give us some time to try and figure it out. I, f- I feel like it was a recent thing. It, or more recent, because he kind of didn't really let anything go early on. Uh, so without... He let a lot of stuff go early on. But... but not like without calling it back. And he let it go maybe in its final stage. I'm thinking yeah. like Butterfree, Charizard. Butterfree, Pidget. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Charizard was already evolved uh, when it left. Butterfree was already evolved when it left. Some some dragon type, maybe? I don't know which dragon type Ash has owned. Several now can... at this point. Yeah, he's had a few. I know Gibble's one, but I don't think that ever... Mm. Did, he, did he keep the Rockcraft the, the whole time? He, he evolved that, like, with okay. him. Yeah, I know that. Well, mm, wait, wait a minute. No. Yes, no. No, that evolved in a battle. Okay. Uh, I don't know. He's had, I think he's had like Tora Cat or something. Um, I really don't know. <laughs> do you want to use the hint or do you want to just give up on the question? Okay, hear me out. Mm. Did he ever catch the Poi Pole? How should I know, Seth? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. The worst answer I can get is no, Whimsicott. I'm depending on you for this. I'm going to need an I answer. I haven't watched an episode of, of the anime in 20 years almost. <laughs> we got to bring back that Make Saturday that morning 19. cartoon thing that Thatch wants to but... do. Because <laughs> I feel like he had the poi pole for a little and then all of a sudden he had a Naganadel later on and like it recognized him and was all happy and stuff. Oh, that, that's it then. Is that your answer? 
I think it might be because I feel yeah. like there was a reunion the episode answer. where he's like, "Oh, it's Ash!" Yay! Let's go with that then. That, it's let's it's our only it. clue. Let's go with that. Naganadel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Naganadel is correct. Oh, good job! Poipol went back to us. the Ultra Space and he released it into Ultra Space, and then it came back for his Alola League battle, evolved as Naganadel, and it used Gigafold wow. Havoc. That is the uh, that is the synopsis. Hmm. And didn't it have a cute reunion episode? I feel like it. It, it did it. It did it. It just like randomly came back when like a Guzzlord came through Ultra Space. It's like here's Nagatadel, and it's like I'll hang out with you for a couple more episodes. Cool. That's close enough. So the next question is your Pokedex entry, as always. Uh, this one is from Sir Missing No. Its Pokemon Moon entry reads: They lurk deep within caves, motionless, neither eating nor drinking. Where they don't die is not known. Hmm. What is that last sentence? Why they don't oh, die uh, is not known. What? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay, that makes sense. Wow. What um, the heck? They dirk, uh, They lurk. They dirk. They lurk deep they into dirk. within caves, motionless, neither eating nor drinking. Why they don't die is not known. Wow. What a weird. Motionless. Uh, that's a fun entry. I want to say. I think another Pokedex entry mentioned carving, eating. No, maybe that was Sableye. Yes, Sableye eating. Sableye the eats the carving. So maybe it's the carving. But it would be running from the Sableye, right? Maybe. Maybe. It's a, it's a very weird um, word choice because it's lurking as if it's waiting for something to pounce on, but then it doesn't pounce on anything. Um. Yeah, because it doesn't eat anything or drink anything. Yeah. So what are other Pokemon that look very inanimate, that live in caves, and are in Pokemon Moon? Oh, yeah. Pokemon Moon adds a whole other layer to this. Um, right? I can read I you another Pokedex for entry sure. for this Pokemon to help you out just a little bit. Um, what? I, I plan on I plan on doing, like, I, I'm going to change this, this part of the show just so you don't get, like, stupid Pokedex entries sometimes, but maybe, like, a chance for an extra point. But... Uh, I, I'm going to give you an extra Pokedex entry um, just because it'll help you because how the hell else are you supposed to know what it, this is? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is its Pokedex uh, entry from Pokemon Emerald. Okay. It hardly eats while it awaits evolution. It becomes hardier by enduring hunger. Its shell peels off the instant it begins to evolve. Got it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is this familiar? What do you think? Um, no, because with that description, I think it's Shelgon. Um, Shelgon. Uh huh. Oh yeah, because you found it in a cave in Emerald. Bagon was in a cave. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I think you might be right. And I think, like, after Bagon does its howl. Yeah, jumping off like, of cliffs. Party stuff. training, party yeah, insur- in training, exactly. and then it goes. It's a I'm very. I'm gonna now not eat. Yeah, the big online is very much the protagonist of some martial arts shown in anime. Oh yeah, for and this is the part where he goes off into the woods and does training yeah. by himself. And instead of standing under a waterfall, it stands. Well, it actually stands, stands under in a, a waterfall in a cave eat. in Hoenn. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm fine with Shelgun. <laughs> Shelgun is correct. Oh man, uh, you're you guys rocking go. this set. 
<sighs> Our next seg- question is your multiple answer question. This is going to have two answers. If you get both of them, you get two points. So this one is from Skullmane Banky. What two starter Pokemon and their evolutions share the exact same base stats? Starter Pokemon and... Oh, it's uh, Charizard and Typhlosion. Is that your final answer? Yeah. They have the same stats. Yeah, they just copy-pasted. That is correct. The Charmander line and the Cyndaquil line. That was the fastest set of question all day. Yeah. So your last question (laughs) is your base stat question, as always. And this one is from Sari. Sari, yeah. I think I said it right. What fossil Pokemon has the highest base special defense? You, You asked this last week. Yeah, I think this is last week's. You didn't yeah. highlight it, Seth. You highlighted the other one. I'm a monster. Well, then give me the answer. The answer is Bastiodon. <laughs> do you Bast- have the other one? I don't, I don't remember I, anything. I do have that one, but I'll give you the point because it's Bastiodon. <laughs> the other one is what grass type has the highest uh, special defense stat? Uh, I think that one's question. pretty, I think that one's pretty that obvious. Isn't that Mega Venusaur or something? No, that one's high defense. Oh. I thought this oh, one was Oh, Verizian, 129. There you go. Oh, that yeah. is the correct answer. Right. We'll give you mm. we'll give you guys seven today, though. Wow, uh, cool. <laughs> so, because you guys did it without the hint. Uh, so, Whimsicott is definitely in the lead. <sighs> Seth, should I even add points for you this week? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I don't think anybody needs points. I think Whimsicott signed up for next week, too. I like I points. I need to get $20 credit so I can get the backpack thatch. It doesn't work that way because, unfortunately, in first place, we have Whimsicott with 27 points. F. Um, F's in the chat in for my second, backpack. In second place, we have Seth Vilo with 17 points. Um, in third place, we have P. McKee with 16. In fourth place, we have Dr. Shambu with 15. In fifth place, we have Jushir with 12. Uh, tied for sixth are Sublime and Sigma with 11. Gron is in eighth with ten points, and Linian is in ninth with five. And there we go. Wonderful. So See, tune Seth, in next week you, for you some more. You should have just done the episode without me. <laughs> <laughs> I might not have gotten to some that's of true. Them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Tune in next week for more po- Puckles Pokey Quiz. But until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Again, we have another iTunes review for you this week. This one is from Ace. I've been listening to the podcast for a little over a year now and have caught up on all the episodes to date. I'm sorry. I could not speak highly enough about the content this team puts out. They are constantly improving ideas and applications to the show, as well as giving new, fresh content and news. Not only is it a great listen, but there are bountiful amounts of other things to be a part of the community. Thanks to Thatch and his team for being a regular part of my life since I came into it, and I hope it for it to continue for a long time yet. Thanks again, Puckle. Ace Trainer Clements. Well, thank you for that. And if you want to leave an iTunes review or a review on anywhere you leave the pod, listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it. Uh, but with that, let's move on to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is a much uh, lighter topic than usual, thankfully. I like I like mm-hmm. the lulls in between news sometimes, as long as they don't last a year and a half. I'm looking at you, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really do enjoy these because we get to talk about some fun things. And uh, Whimsicott came up with this one this week, and she wanted to do what was it again? It was things that things we, we thought about Pokemon, and we were that wrong about. Yeah, good example of this is the other week we learned that Type Chart did not like bring together that uh, ice or fire resistant ice until Gen two. Yeah, the Gen one Type Chart is just nutsos. I don't understand it. 
the, the, the weird part was that we all knew about like bug and poison, but none of us knew yeah. about fire and ice. I didn't. I didn't know about that until somebody brought it up, and you look at it, and it's there. I can't believe it. It's crazy. Seth, did you know that? I did not. Yeah, right. I really did not. That right, baffles me. I did not know that until recently. Like that, fire did not resist ice until Gen two. If we're talking Gen, uh, like Pokemon the movie two thousand, we didn't have when Articuno fires an ice beam at Moltres. It could have been super effective. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but no, that was Gen two already because Lugia no, it wasn't. Is in no, 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 Lugia's in it, but it was before Gen two. But Don Fan's in the movie and Lugia's in the movie. No, Don Fan's not so. in Pokemon the movie two thousand. Don Fan's just in po- the Pokemon the first movie. Oh, even. So so like the anime the anime this no. is like the one thing I miss from like Pokemon's marketing that we just don't get anymore. Like the anime was such yeah. a marketing tool back then. Like we got so many things way in advance of game releases that it's just nuts. Mm. Uh, they haven't done anything like that since really Gen four. It was after Gen four they stopped just like showing off new Pokemon in the anime like a year yeah. before the game came out. Like a good example of this is like Munchlax was in the anime for like a year before Diamond and Pearl came out. Same with Bonsley. And it's just nutsos. And like even then, like I think two years before Ruby and Sapphire came out, there was an episode of the anime with Kecleon in it. Hmm. It's, Amazing. It, yeah. They did such a good job just like hyping up new games with like new Pokemon. Because I think Pokemon is like Pokemon themselves, the creatures are like the best vehicle Mm-hmm. for for advertising pokemon the game obviously oh, by far and i think if you just trickle that in sometimes i think it's really great and yeah. they, they've kind of fallen away from that which is unfortunate uh they they just yeah. go here's the new pokemon in this trailer on youtube then we all get kind of sad and then they're just like but and then they give us all the pokemon we complain a little bit and then they give us like none of the pokemon then we complain a little bit i didn't complain at all you wouldn't <laughs> I would have liked a few more Pokemon in the Sword and Shield reveal cycle. I think X and Y was the right balance. They they gave us some new Pokemon to be like hyped up out. X and Y gave us pretty much everything. There were That's like not true. That's not true. 12, 12 things left. I think it was a few more than 12. Mm. I think it was a few mm. more than 12. They didn't give us all mm. the megas either. Which is okay, uh, fair. which is on top of that. Like they gave us like a few megas, but they didn't give us all the megas. Like, I don't think Mega Medichain was, like, hyped up at all. <laughs> I mean, like why that. would you? But, uh, but you know, okay, so this makes me think, though, the fact that the Pokemon themselves are the best marketing tool because everyone's going to have their own favorite and stuff. Oh, absolutely. That actually brings me to the reason I wanted to do this topic because yes. uh, a short time ago I found out that a lot of my favorite Pokemon are actually by the same designer. You know, I thought for the longest time that all the original 151 Pokemon were designed by Ken Sugimori. Instead, no. a lot of them were designed by this wonderful lady called Atsuko Nishida. Mm-hmm. And she designed, okay, Whimsicott, of course. She designed <laughs> most of the evolutions. Including, really? Of course, yeah, she designed oh. Vaporeon, Leafeon, Espeon, Umbreon, Glaceon, and Sylveon. Wow. Yeah, she designed Bulbasaur, the Charmander line, Squirtle and Wartortle. What? She designed the Widow line. She designed the Oddish line, the Victoril line, Ponyta, Rapidash, Dratini, and Dragonair, but not Dragonite, and you can see the difference. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. you can. She designed yes, you can. 
Perilil, Elegant, Mincino, and Chinchino, Muna Musharna. And do you know what? She also designed. She designed Pikachu and Raichu. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I, I remember hearing about oh, that. That's so, why Dragonite and Pikachu look similar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but see, it's like all the nice, cute Pokemon that Whimsicott adores are essentially... Yeah, that makes sense. You can, you, if you think about those Pokemon too, like you can see like the similar design characteristics Mm-mm, if you yeah. think about them. They they have similar proportions. The eyes are kind of just two different yeah. kinds of Pokemon mm-hmm. eyes and all that. I think and that's I something really... that's just forgotten about. It's just yeah. that other people design it's very Pokemon. Sad. I, I think I think outside of like James Turner designing a couple of them, I don't think people are aware that other people design Pokemon. And that was a thing because it was like this is the first Western person who has Mm-hmm. The Pokemon designs in the actual That's games. True. That's true. And he made some cool ones. He made Golurk. He made a lot of cool ones. Yeah, and he's a got a couple of that... my favorites. Eh. Vanillite. Yep. Mm-hmm. He did Such that a one. Scorch. Yeah, that's true. He did. Well, he directed Gen got... 8, too. He, he directed yeah. Gen 8. Mm-hmm. He's the art director for Gen 8, yes. I, I do like that they moved away from just, like, Ken Sigamori doing it. Because, I mean, at some point, Ken Sigamori has to just want to play Sega games. Yes. <laughs> He's worked a lot. <laughs> he also really likes Sega games. Fun fact. Hmm. Ken Sigamori in particular. He he just like really loves Sega games. <laughs> Cute. He yeah. Yeah, I it's it's time to pass the torch to some new people, I think. Uh, I do like it. I mean, I like I say all the time, I think it t- definitely takes like a little time for any Pokemon design to like solidify in your brain as a Pokemon. Mm. Yeah. But so like initially it was definitely jarring, but like now, yeah, I'm cool with Centiscorch being a Pokemon. I'm cool with, you know, Inteleon, uh, all of the above. Mm-mm. You know? It, it's definitely like solidified, like, yeah, these are Pokemon now. Uh don't know about Zarud. Don't know if I'll ever feel okay about Zarud, but <laughs> I kind of I mean, I still have mixed feelings about stuff like the Carcoal line. The Carcoal line was really cool up until um, Up until Colossal. Until Colossal. Yeah. It was but they don't look a lot like Pokemon, is what I'm I'm saying. Roly Coley and Carcol were really cool. And then you're just like, cool, it's just gonna evolve into like a train. That'd be yeah. really cool. And then it's just like, oh, we made Rhydon. Yeah, I was so disappointed by that. That's as drastic a change as like Dratini. That's that's Carcol. That's the uh, that's like Colossal. Colossal's literally the worst part of that line. Mm. I wish it was like a weird middle evolution that was weird, and then like we got a cool final evolution, but no, we got Colossal. <laughs> I mean, there are several lines where the middle evolution is the cooler. Like, say, War Turtle, and that's because Blastoise was not designed by Atsukunishida. It was designed by someone else. If you look at the red and blue beta, I think Blastoise wasn't originally the final evolution of uh-huh. the Squirtle line. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, there's a different Pokemon that was the final evolution of the Squirtle line. Ooh, I have to check that out. It had like more of like the feathery ears and feathery tail of War Turtle. Oh, man. That would have been my favorite. Oh. Uh, my, for myself, we obviously have like the moment that Ethan and I realized Whimsicott wasn't a flying type. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to check it out, I think that was episode 200. I remember that very vividly. <laughs> Me too. Because like it Ethan, so and, Ethan and I both had that realization at the same time. <laughs> that one was really big. 
like live too? Like, oh my! God. I don't remember. I just remember being. I was just like, yeah. The only Pokemon that like lost a type or fairy type was Whimsicott, and everybody was like, "What are you talking about?" And, when, and Ethan's like, "No, you're right." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I was just laughs> like, I was like, yeah, it lost its flying type for its fairy type. <laughs> and I was like, nope, nope. Are you seriously shouting me about my Whimsicott knowledge badge? <laughs> I still believe that Ethan and I are from a different dimension where that was the case. Yes. It's, the, Ber- the, it's the Berenstein Bears, Bears. And the Berenstein Bears, blah, blah. Yes, it's yes. the Berenstein Bears. And Nelson Mandela died in prison. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, the Mande- it's the Mandela effect. It's fine. We came from a different, we came from a different dimension. We kind of just bubbled in together, uh. and it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, we're here now. That's what matters. Okay, I can live with Whimsicott never being a flying type. I can live with that now. That re- my new reality. But can you live with Meganium having never had? Flying? Okay, that's different. Okay, Bo Bo will, <laughs> Bo's probably listening to this right now. Um, that is a different story altogether. One, I am not the only person to have witnessed this. I, I'm just going to prelude this because okay. if you Google it, there is a forum thread from around the same time where it happened to somebody else. Okay. And so what happened was, I remember very vividly in my Pokemon Crystal version, one day, like, opening up Fly because I needed to teach Fly to, like, my Noctowl or something. And I also got the option to teach it to my Meganium. No joke, okay? And I'm like, huh, that's weird. How does Meganium fly? And I'm like, I guess you could, like, spin the leaves on its neck like a helicopter, right? <laughs> it obviously isn't a thing, right? Like, Meganium doesn't learn Fly. It doesn't learn any moves. It doesn't learn any moves, for that matter. Maybe there was a weird glitch that somehow I think it was I think it was a weird glitch. The other guy triggered. Yeah, so like it happened to an, like there's another forum post where a guy's like, "Hey, I could teach my Meganium fly in Pokemon Crystal." I was just like, "See, I'm not the only person." But I was like, "How do I know you didn't make that forum post?" And I'm like, "It wasn't me. I didn't use forums <laughs> in 2002." It happened. It was really weird. Very, very weird. I mean, I think it's a glitch that like maybe it needed like a very specific set of conditions or like some specific yeah. RNG to happen. You know, maybe we hit, like, the right frame at the right time or something like that, and that's what happened. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And it, it just shifts over something in some table somewhere. Yeah, yeah. it shifted something in the table to, like, let Meganium learn fly. Like yeah, that, I mean, Meganium doesn't learn any other moves, so, like, why not, you know? I mean, I mean Gen, Gen 1 and Gen 2 are just in, in spite of... You know, even like, then, I think Meganium doesn't learn anything. Like, even now. Like, let's pull up Meganium right now, and I'm pretty sure Meganium learns, like, nothing. Um... We'll pull up Meganium's uh, learn set in uh, in like Sun and Moon because it doesn't exist in Sword and Shield. <laughs> but uh, Meganium, Meganium learns like nothing, as far as I it's can tell. Sad. It's very sad. It, it's really the saddest part. Meganium deserves. Meganium's better. move pool is just absolutely. Yeah, uh, when it evolves in <laughs> Gen set Gen Seven, it will learn Pedal Dance, so it's got that going for it. Um, that's a move. Um, it can learn Razor Leaf, Powers and Powder, Synthesis, Reflect, Magical Leaf, Natural Gift, Light Screen. There we go. Body Slam, Solar Beam, and Petal Blizzard. There you go. That's uh, better Ta-da. than some in terms other of not, In terms of not Grass-type attacking moves that it can learn via TM in Gen 7, Frustration, uh, Return, it gets Bulldoze, uh, Giga Impact, and Dragon Tail. And that is it. <laughs> Cool, because it's obviously a physical attacker. It just doesn't like its move pool is just garbage. Like its its yes. move pool is awful. <laughs> it, it is the absolute My worst. My poor flower yeah. dinosaur. I wish it was good. Yeah, I mean, I mean its stats aren't bad. It's a meganium. Like it's not terrible. 
Like its stats distribution isn't terrible. Like a hundred special defense, a hundred defense, eighty HP. Like that's not bad. That's and really then, solid. Like nothing yeah. lower than eighty. Like at all. Honestly, it could be a physical attacker. Base eighty two attack with base eighty three special attack. It could be whatever it wants. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought the difference was higher. Nope. For some reason. Nope. They just made it meh. Oh, it can't get stomping tantrum as of Gen seven. In Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Hmm. There you go. And Outrage. There we go. Oh, okay. That's oh, and Iron true. Tail. It got Iron Tail. Good for it. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, it almost has a move pool now. <laughs> <laughs> it almost has a move pool. Uh, all right. <laughs> while, we're on, while we're on kind of this just general theme and topic for today, the other thing I want to throw out is like, even though they're not official... Does anybody else get confused with certain Pokemon, like, in general? Like, I look at Delmize, and I think, grass water. Or Oh, oh, don't get me started about this. This is the biggest one for me. I've been conditioned to the point where I don't worry about that. Like, I don't think that anymore. It's also... I know, but still. Like, I played a lot of Pokemon since, like, Gen 4 competitively, right? I mean, at least for, like, the first, like, 600 of them, like, it's just down pack. Like, this is what this Pokemon is. Minus Whimsicott. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's that's where it is. But then, like, when you get to the newer stuff, I'm not as worried anymore because, honestly, I learn a lot of Pokemon types now, like, when, during my playthrough. We've got that little in-game, like, this is super effective against yeah. it button. And so, like, that's how I associate my types now is that button because, yeah. like, I'm I'm a little upset that, uh, that we don't have that button built into Pokemon Showdown. Because mm. I would love that. Because <laughs> I do use that because there's like there's some type chart matchups that I'm not particularly like I don't remember a lot. Um, the biggest one being like grounded fighting the type matchup. It's neutral both ways, by the way. Yeah, I know that I can say that. But in my mind, when I'm doing it in practice, I don't know anymore. Oh, um, but it's just because <laughs> pretty much every ground type in the earlier generations was also a rock type. Yeah. So like that's like one of the type matchups I'm really bad at. I, I, I'm there's like a couple type matchups where it's just like, does it, though? And I don't know. Mm. I remember we were recording PTU this Thursday, and I have a Breloom in that in that game. Yeah. And Linian was GMing, and he threatened my Breloom with a Toxtricity Sludge Bomb. And I was like, that's fine. Who cares? It's, it's easy. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, because yeah, fighting, fighting, I think, is the one where just like that line on the type chart, I'm just really confused yeah. about. Fighting poison and bug, I just I just confused myself so bad, and I was like, oh yeah, Braylon just will walk up to the toxicity and punch it, yeah. and then he's like, no, it's gonna get one shot, and I'm like, what? <laughs> the type chart in general, I'm just like, I mean, it's been the same now since like 2013. There's like, there's just like a couple moments where it's just like, I don't know, like I, I just don't know. But you know, I have I have a confession to make. Like okay. I was honestly oh, no. so ashamed about this that I I was even if you on. Do I really bring it up? But yeah, I, bring <laughs> it up. I am. I am that that dumb, and I have to own it. So it took me until I was like, I want to say, thirty three, thirty four years old, because I think I think it happened in twenty sixteen that I learned that Groudon is not a pure fire type. Oof. Big yeah. Um, I was. I was literally no joke. It's gonna come out on. Uh, it's gonna come out on Puckle Plays later this week. But um, Jushir and I were talking while we were playing the game, and he goes, he goes. So I'm a native Spanish speaker, and he goes, and I mm-hmm. just realized the the Uno dos trace and Uno dos small trace. That made me laugh pretty hard. That one was pretty good. We were going to like uh, Mount Ember or something like that in the puckle plays 
looking at Moltres and stuff like that, and he's just like, I just realized this. Uh, yeah, wow. but, but to be to be fair, to be fair, as someone else who has a different first language from English, yes, the Pokemon names are they just become their own little language. You don't even notice. So the thing I learned, I learned this this week because uh, did you know gaming just put out a thing with uh, Doctor Lava this week? Mm. It was mostly about like translations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I found out I didn't know this until recently, but like only like four versions of the Pokemon names exist, despite there being six different translations. There were six translations: German, French. And like Chinese and Korean. The original six languages that it came out with were Japanese, English, um, French, German, Italian, and Spanish. Oh, but Italian and Spanish hmm. don't translate the Pokemon names. No, and so so what happened was Italian and Spanish, that was the first game that Nintendo ever translated into N- Italian and Spanish. Oh, I didn't know that. Because of that, they didn't take the time to translate the Pokemon names. Thank goodness they didn't. <laughs> they didn't take the time I didn't to translate know that I would the Pokemon be here names. right now if yeah. I had to learn 800 names all over again to God. join the community and, and yeah. talk uh. to you guys. Well, yeah. So, well, that was just the original Pokemon games. This was the first time. Like, I, I learned that and I was like, that's really cool. So, like, because uh, like I was wondering, I'm like, because they were talking about like the Italian translation. I'm like, oh, how'd they mess up Whimsicott? And they're just oh, like, they did it. By the way, shout out to me for actually guessing the tiebreaker <laughs> question in Game Corner this week. <laughs> Go me. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to, to, to listen to Game Corner if you want to find out what I'm referring to. Oh, yeah, I thought, like, I, I saw that this week and I was just like, huh, that's, uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't know that, but that's Did You Know Gaming for you, right? Mm-mm. And Dr. Lava also, he, like, he's on top of all that stuff too. Yeah. Oh, this makes it sound like I'm, I'm uh, like I was on Game Corner and I won mm-hmm. something. No, I just sitting on my couch listening to the show and I was like, yes, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was, it's, uh, it's very interesting. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but yeah, uh, other, I don't know. Is there anything else we want to talk about? This, this might be a good place uh, to wrap up. Golduck yeah. should be psychic type. Uh, he it should be. be. Lugia should <laughs> be a water type. No, oh, the Lugia thing's actually super interesting. They gave an interview about that, actually. I forget when. Oh, um, there was an interview about this. They're just like, how did you like choose Lugia's types? Why is it, why is it psychic flying? They go, well, we wanted to do water because, like, Poke- first of all, Lugia was designed for the movie, by the way. Oh, yeah. Lugia yeah. was designed for Pokemon the Movie 2000. It wasn't designed for a video game. It was designed for that movie. And they go, well, mm-hmm. it was obviously, like, water, but, like, we wanted to be, like, a super cool and awesome Pokemon, so we thought psychic type was really cool, too. And so... Mm-hmm. They said it was one of those situations where, like, we wanted to make it water psychic, but it was obviously a bird. So we had to put oh, flying yeah. in there. And he's like, but you can't make three types. So do you give it water or do you give it psychic? Well, psychic's cooler. So we gave it psychic. It's a more powerful type. <laughs> They're just like, it's a more powerful type. So we gave it psychic. That just, that should make Ho feel even worse about itself than it already Oh, absolutely. Does. I think, personally, I think Ho is a dumb Pokemon. Because they, like, they added two birds in gold and silver. I understand, like, Ho is like a phoenix, blah, blah, blah. It's got lots of cool story with it. Lugia, they just kind of threw exactly. in because movie. It has. It, it, the problem is, it was just like, oh, another fire flying bird. Cool. It's not even that. It's just that it has like this amazing lore about it. Yeah. And you imagine like this majestic, dreamy creature, and then it's a giant angry turkey. So like, Ho was obviously planned from like for like a really long time because we see mm-hmm. it in episode one of the anime. Yes. I don't think its colors were des- were decided though. No, it was all golden. We just saw a gold hobo. Well, it's a shiny one. I wish we would have gotten like more rainbow. 
than we did. Exactly. It, it just barely rainbow. I want. I want. I want it to be more rainbow. That was them just in the studio. Like Steve, you put the colors on the bird, right? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, what? what colors? What colors? What are you talking about? No, I left it with the base. That's what it was supposed to be. No, you fool. That's also part of that marketing thing I was telling you about that I really missed. I wish we got more stuff like that. Like that was Ho-Oh like two years before Ho-Oh was a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. that's crazy. Yeah. I wish we had stuff like that where it's just like, I don't know what that is. And the anime is like, we technically don't either. Well, now Pokemon Go does that. I would say, like, that's the cool thing that Meltan did. Yeah. Granted, they did nothing with it after that, which made it awful. Exactly. It was the cool thing that Meltan did, and it was the only thing that Meltan did. (laughs) I wish they would have done more in-game things for Meltan afterwards. Like, yeah, you can introduce it with Pokemon Go and make it, like, this cool Pokemon Go-only evolution, but then you should wrap it into the game. Like, that's what I would have liked. It doesn't even have an official generation, the poor thing. I think it was a great, like, thought, but they just didn't follow through. Mm-mm. with Meltan, which is unfortunate because like they could have gone just a little bit farther with it and like wrapped it into the game because it doesn't even have like an official in-game evolution method right yeah yeah as far as we're concerned Meltan doesn't even evolve into Melmetal like exactly <laughs> in game like you have to have their separate pokemon which is dumb like they should they should make an in-game evolution method for Meltan mm-hmm. um, yeah uh, but I mean, they just like, I, I honestly think that it, Meltan's kind of like this Pokemon. They're just like, it doesn't exist, though. <laughs> Does it exist, though? Yeah. We don't know. We'll show GMAX Metal Metal accidentally on screen from footage from Distant Kingdom uh, and then never bring it up again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to stop. <laughs> uh, let's kick it on over, guys, after this short break uh, and do the Pokemon of the episode. But thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we're going to kick it on over now to the Pokemon of the episode. Let's, uh, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. That's the right segue. Pokemon the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 663, Talonflame, the Scorching Pokemon. Its Pokemon Shield entry reads, Talonflame dives towards prey at speeds of 310 miles an hour and assaults them with powerful kicks, giving the prey no chance to escape. 310 miles an hour? Is that the speed that actual prey bird... Peregrine falcons go? I think one of them goes fast like that, yeah. Like, when they go into a dive, they get going pretty fast. Oh, I know. It just sounds... Like, if that was kilometers per hour, I would believe it. Miles? Yes. I'm starting to get iffy on No, no, I think something goes that fast. Okay, cool. Base stats for Talonflame, by the way, uh, not terrible. Well, no, they are, actually, but everything but its speed. Its speed's like base 126, which is really fast. It's speedy. The problem is, uh, and this is the thing that everybody should always remember about Talonflame so you're not scared of it, its base attack is 81. Yeah, it doesn't really do much without a Swords Dance. Yeah, it needs a Swords Dance or it doesn't do anything. Base HP of 78, base defense of 71, base special attack of 74, and base special defense of 69. Um, It still does get that exclusive, oh, I, I don't know if it's exclusive anymore, but it gets Gale Wings. It is still exclusive, yes. It is the only Pokemon that has a guaranteed priority Dynamax move. Yeah, so the cool thing about that is uh, with Dynamax, it meshes well because for the history of Gale Wings, OP in Gen 6, Gen 7 nerfed it to the wall, and then uh, Gen 7 with Di- in a Dynamax world, it's actually like it gets a couple more turns of survivability because uh, Gale Wings, the way it works now compared to Gen 8, 
or Gen 6, because we never talked about it in Gen 7, <laughs> is you need to have full HP for it to give you priority. And typically the move that Talonflame will use Gale Wings with is Brave Bird, which gets recoil damage. Exactly. And so then you only get one Brave Bird instead of being able to just spam Brave Bird forever like mm-hmm. you could in Gen 6. I think somebody used to go to Anything Goes, the, the Anything Goes tier in Gen 6, and you just bring six Talonflame. <laughs> and I think that that was like one of the top teams. Like, no joke. See, Talonflame <laughs> was the bane of my existence. Imagine being Whimsic. You have Prankster. You're sitting pretty at 116 base speed. And then this bloody thing comes in. <laughs> it has two types that are super effective on you. One of them gets priority moves, and it will always outspeed your priority sub, your priority cotton guard. This thing <laughs> is the devil. Yep. And Gen 8 made it even better because in Gen 7, it just stunk because you yeah. lost Gale Wings if you got hit by any form of hazard or something like that, namely Stealth Rock. Mm-hmm. With heavy duty boots, that's no longer a concern. Exactly. Like, your your one way to say okay i have put up stealth rocks unless mm-hmm. they defog or rapid spin i've taken care of the talon flame threat no more yep it's uh so yeah we have a team today this is bss the so you can use talon flame in all of its glory and so the first member of this team is obviously talon flame which is the way to run it <laughs> it's got heavy duty boots i don't think it's necessary to have heavy duty boots in Gen in Gen Eight BSS, but you do occasionally see Stealth Rocks. It occasionally, occasionally. happens. It does happen. I I also don't know what other item you're going to put on Talonflame because you don't want to use Life Orb, so you don't lo- lose health, and then Gale Wings doesn't activate when you go big. Mm-mm. And yeah, so like heavy duty boots is probably just like a solid option because what else are you going to run, right? No item acrobatics. That's the only other thing. That's I could the think only of. other. That's the only other thing you could probably get away with. And so this is Swords Dance, Taunt, Flare Blitz, Brave Bird. This is just Talonflame. Like, I, I don't yeah. know how else to describe it. This is Talonflame. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's going to do Talonflame things. To, to back it up, though, you also have a uh, Porygon 2. Uh, so you can. This team's actually really cool. This is almost an OU team. Like, almost. Mm-hmm. This is almost an OU team. I got OU confused team. looking at it, very yeah. honestly. This is almost an OU team. It, it's got a Porygon 2, obviously holding Eviolite. I don't know what else it would hold. Uh, Trace is the ability because I don't know what else you would you would run. download. <laughs> download is actually very good. In Download's okay, and then uh, so it's running recover discharge, not thunderbolt, because you want that para chance. Yeah, you want the para ice beam and foul play, uh, and that's Porygon two. That is a Porygon oh, two. Yeah, it gets foul play. I don't know. I don't know how else to uh, to do it. But uh, <laughs> uh, Seth, tell us more about these next two. Yeah, sure. Next up, we've got. Rapid Strike Urshifu, holding a Choice Band, because that's just what they do. I'd like Choice Scarf on it, personally. I think Choice Scarf is like the number one item in BSS right now on Urshifu Rapid Strike. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty good between the two, and you could yeah. do that for speed control here, but you mm-hmm. kind of have Talonflame for that. So you do. You, just you do. That's true. Open. That's true. So its moveset is Iron Head, U-Turn, and then, of course, Surging Strikes and Close Combat. Just some stab, some coverage, some bouncing. It's a lethal boy especially surging strikes in this format yeah mimic you is kind of fun here Mm-mm. so it can crack through a mimic you just by hitting it multiple times mm-hmm. uh, next pokemon is a ferrothorn holding leftovers because it's a ferrothorn it's, it's doing ferrothorn is things doing ferrothorn <laughs> things exactly 
Its moveset is Gyro Ball, Leech Seed, Knock Off, and Protect. So, kind of cool. It's it nice. It lets you bop Dragapults. It lets yeah. you bop a lot of things. Like the, I mean, it, with Ferrothorn being like one of the few Pokemon that has Knock Off still, mm-hmm. it's Well, it's not nice. anymore. Well, yeah, this is BSS, actually. No, Never and BSS, so, I, yeah. so I'm actually like, as much as like I wish we could play OU on cart, I'm really kind of okay with at least like the moveset changes that we got in Jenny. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it definitely simplified the meta a lot. Mm-hmm. It simplified the well, because like I thought I thought knockoff was getting a little out of control prior to this. And yeah. this kind of reeled it back, and at least like there's just a few Pokemon that can use it now, which is nice. Yeah. Instead of in regular ever- OU it's yeah. difficult because you only have you barely have any absorbers of it. Basically yeah. it's Ally, and that's it. That's the real problem. That's the real problem. That's what I don't like. Because especially in a meta without without Z crystals and uh, mega mega stones. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's those two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the last two Pokemon on the team have very exciting and original sets. No wait, they don't. Uh, <laughs> we, have- <laughs> we have Toxapex, Regenerator, Holding Black Sludge, Recover, Toxic Haze. It's called it's a Toxapex. The haze is kind of nice. The haze, the haze is, is nice. nice. Uh, the haze is really cool, especially with, like, I've seen things just grab, like, stuff with Max Knuckle and just mm-hmm. on train, and haze yep. can just put a stop to that, and that's amazing. Exactly. Especially since, like, if you don't have a boosting move because you're relying on Max Knuckle with Dynamax, once the Dynamax turns are over, Toxic mm-hmm. just survives a hit, hazes you, and you don't have your setup anymore. Yep. So that's pretty great. I do like Haze. Yeah. There's a Mimikyu, and this is pretty standard Mimikyu. It has Life Orb, obviously the ability is Disguise, Shadow Sneaks, Shadow Claw, Play Rough, Sword Stance. Let me tell you a funny story about this. <laughs> so last night in one of my gym battles, the last Pokemon standing on the opponent's side was this Mimikyu. Mm. And the last Pokemon standing on my side was a Chansey, whose only damaging move <laughs> was Seismic Toss. But the Chansey had Charm. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, Charm and Swords Dance have the same amount of PP. Oh. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't remember the first time that the Mimikyu came back in, that it was holding Life Orb. So I kind of missed the turn on my strategy. And at, at one point, uh, he was able to bring it to a point where Mimikyu was doing slightly more than 50% to a Chansey. Oh, no. But that almost became the longest battle ever. <laughs> it was uh. like, wait, okay, I've lost. No, wait, he's holding Life Orb. I can make it kill itself. <laughs> 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 Uh, and at, at that moment, I understood how Seth Vilo feels every day of its life. <laughs> <laughs> like, Welcome yes. to my kingdom. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen my draft team? Get ready. <laughs> I've played a couple matches with Talonflame, or with this team in general. Um, it's okay. I probably need to play with it a little bit more just to get a handle on it. But it's definitely fun, because you don't see Talonflame that much. Uh, I'm not used to it, at least, after seeing it gone after Gen 7. Yeah. Just completely drove it into the ground. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, it is fun to like see Talonflame come back. You can go big with it. You can get some max airstreams off. That's a lot of fun. 
Uh, I definitely recommend it. The code will, as always, be in the Discord. You can go grab it. Um, maybe if I say it here, somebody will pause the show and try to try to catch it. So it's zero 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 zero. That's four, right? Zero 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 three K five six T C T. There you go. Yeah, somebody typed that in. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So on that note, though, guys, uh, we are going to kick it on over to the. Oh, also, don't forget, there's a YouTube video with us later this week on our YouTube channel where uh, P McGee and Claude Nine will teach you how to play it. On that note, though, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. Mail. And welcome to the mailbag. Our mailbag this week is uh, brought to you by Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And this is the part of the show where you guys can have your emails read on the show. You just send them into the to us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We typically have a prompt. Seth's prompt last week, I think, was what was your competitive journey? We got a lot of answers. We're only going to read three of them. And that's just seriously going to start that YouTube series where we read unread emails on YouTube because that needs to happen. There are so many emails this week, and I want to mm-hmm. give you guys just like your your moment in the sun, right? And I, I want people to know that like I do read all of them, by the way. Like I read all of them. I don't know if you believe me, but I do. Uh- <laughs> I believe you. I don't know that you count, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) So our first email is going to be this week from HDM2000 on the Discord. He says, hello, Puckle Crew. HDM2000 here. I know you gave a question to answer in our emails, but I don't have much to say regarding that subject. I can say, though, that I've been absolutely enjoying my experience participating in the Summer League I know you did. Oh, we (laughs) and I believe he got his ninth badge off of me. That's just in two weeks. That's amazing, my man. Great battle. Anyway, he says I'm a longtime Pokemon fan. In fact, I've played every main series game since Gen three. However, the idea of competitive battling was always pretty scary, since there were a lot of things I'd have to learn, and the barrier of entry seemed too high for me. This is why, for such a long time, I continued to play the games from a casual point of view, even though I learned some useful things from time to time, such as natures, ivies, and eevees. When I found your podcast, though, things began to change. When I listened to you guys discussing some teams and some strategies, I realized just how fascinating competitive Pokémon was. I started to rent the Pokémon of the episode teams from time to time in order to get used to the meta, and I was having fun, but I was still afraid of building a team myself. No, I, I I feel really like he hasn't been playing that long. He destroyed me last night. No, he apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we should all feel bad. Yeah. I, guess we're doing, I guess whatever we're doing is working. <laughs> yes, there's that. Um, when Summer League started, though, and I lost my first match due to renting a team I knew nothing about, it was clear that I needed to try building a team of my own. You built that in a week? Wow. 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 So I finally did it, and thanks to Ivy breeding and leveling up fast with EXP candies, I managed to get it down way faster than I thought I would. It was far from perfect, though, but battling the gym leaders made me notice what I could improve and got me thinking about some strategies. Yeah, I noticed. (laughs) 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 I feel like I've learned a lot just this week, and you guys have been really nice to me all this time, even though sometimes I get very anxious. Baby, no, don't worry. We're all friends. I'm also really happy with the support from the other challengers. Yeah, no, it's really nice. Like, if you come in the chat when there's it's a crazy. Event, everyone is like, 
like wishing each other good luck. It's it's wonderful. It's like we said at the beginning, like it's nuts. Like the participation this year is crazy. This is Yeah, there's a lot of participation, but it's like good natured participation. Yeah. It's wonderful. Like last year was a five, this year's an eleven. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I really want to say thank you for this opportunity you're giving us, and I hope many more people keep having fun participating in the league. See you all soon, HDM2000. Well, man, like, you told me last week, but wow, I didn't quite get it that you did all of that in one week. You are amazing. Good job. Oh, right. I like that. I mean, that was crazy. I, I like summer league. The summer league this year is like stupid success story. I think all of our tournaments are though. I think all of our tournaments that aren't the UTC just saw like stupid record numbers. Mm-hmm. Like I think PFTT, the largest tournament we had before this year was like 16. This year I think it was like 40. Yeah. And I mean, summer league's obviously following suit. So it, it's crazy. It's great. All right. So our next email this week is going to be from Huitku. Hey y'all, Hoitku here. Just writing to let you tell you my experiences with breeding for competitive Pokemon. I became interested in competitive breeding in the late days of HeartGold Soul Silver and can confirm that it was an incredible hustle. Oh, it was. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, you can you can get like three IVs to move over, maybe, maybe, maybe. Even when Black and White came out came around, it was still very discouraging to breed for your own legit battle ready Pokemon. It was. Oh my gosh. Uh, before HeartGold Soul Silver, it was impossible to pass IVs. Like, it was stupid. I remember that very much so. It was like a big deal. I had a friend who had like a five IV Salamence, and they're just like, this is my <laughs> precious baby. I oh, don't know how I did it, but I did it. <laughs> and uh, generating Pokemon was really easy in those days, and still is. And all you need to do is a Wi-Fi connection and a computer. The way that I saved countless hours was able to finally do some competitive battling. Gen 6, I believe, is when breeding and training competitive Pokemon became much more accessible. It absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, that was when Destiny Knock kicked in. With horde battles and those silly balloon-popping mini games, EV training was simple enough to understand. Around that time, there were also many more guides on YouTube on how to breed Pokemon. That is true as well. Thanks to those improvements, I was able to make it, make it to a couple of finals in my local VGC tournaments with my very own self-bred team, which felt very rewarding, and I still have those Pokemon hanging out in Pokemon Home. Good Anyways, job. that is all, and thanks for the wonderful content. Good luck to everyone participating in the Summer League, and Liger, I will get that Steel Badge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Koiku is our Steel Gym Leader last year as well. So it, 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 it's it, that's good. I'm a fan. All right, so our last email this week is going to be from Bionic Why Not. And I've got that one. Hey, Puckle Peeps, Bionic... Ro- blah, 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 tongue twister, Bionic Why Not. <laughs> Writing in once again to talk about my Pokemon training journey clears throat. My Pokemon battling journey began a long, long time ago in 2013. I had bought a copy of Pokemon Platinum on eBay for four bucks, so quite a steal if you ask me. It absolutely is. After beating the game, I started off kind of cheating. There is a battle facility called the Battle Factory where you can rent other Pokemon at level 100, so I studied their stats, abilities, movesets, things like that. I built Pokemon exactly the same as the ones in there. I, I wouldn't really call that cheating. Into... Yeah, I mean, it's using your references. It's actually so. that's actually like a great way to learn. Like, I think I think uh, that's just a really good way to learn. Like I said, it's the uh, it's the standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, yeah. like it, it just really comes back to that. Like it, you, we only can make progress by it, like it helps to learn. Like, what's the point of reinventing the wheel if the wheel's already there? You don't need to yeah. reinvent it. You can just make a better wheel. Exactly. Right? Just do that mm-hmm. with rubber mm-hmm. and steel 
<laughs> All right, but I, I am sorry I interrupted you, Seth. Keep going. You're fine. You're fine. He keeps going. I never really got into online battling with random people, but I would battle with friends and family, and I would destroy them. I would sweep their teams with nothing but a crowbat. <laughs> It got so bad that I got a bit of an ego. The main reason my mom won't battle me with cards anymore, or anyone else for that matter. Oh, I feel that pain. My family <laughs> has started refusing to play, tri- to play Trivial Pursuit with me. Did, did anybody... Do, do, does anybody else remember like when they figured out EV training before their friends? Yeah. Because I remember that. And I just remember... <laughs> I remember one day I was battling... Like, we, had one, we had one friend who would beat me all the time before like I figured out EV training. Because he would just, like, bring legends all the time, and I would try to, like, make fun teams instead. Mm-hmm. And then I figured out EV training. And I just remember the first time we played when I figured it out, he got, like, walled by a Ludicolo. <laughs> and he's, like, bringing, like, <laughs> he's bringing, like, Rykos oh, yeah. and, like, stuff. And, like, this Ludicolo's just, like, walling the crap out Was of him. Like, your uh, he, got so, he got so frustrated. I was the scourge of my Boy Scout troop. <laughs> we would get together and could have our our actual electronics on a yeah. on like a event or something like that. It was like I was the god among them. It was so funny, <laughs> <laughs> and it's only because I knew EVs and IVs and all that kind of stuff. They hadn't gotten that yet. Well, I mean, like I didn't get it until like the end of Gen three, beginning of Gen four. You know, yeah. Um, but like once I got that, like, like, it, like I think I talked about this on the show not too long ago. But like the moment it really clicked for me was like. I did EV training like the old way. I don't know that I could understand EVs now. I I don't know that I would have been able to comprehend it. But like, mm-hmm. I remember doing it the old way and like the Pokemon leveled up and it had like a plus 64 to a stat. Yeah. Oh God. I was like, oh, that's how this works. <laughs> and so, and so like it made sense after that. Yeah. Anyway, anyone else for that matter? Then I was humbled by my dad. Oh, and his Metagross in Pokemon Go. Soon <laughs> after. Sounds like a really cool family. <laughs> This family sounds nuts. I love it. I wish my parents would play Pokemon with me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, soon after, I got my old Pokemon Black save out and made a team to battle with, but little did I know, they shut down the servers. I was heartbroken, but I persevered. I built up a strong team in Pokemon Go, and now I sweep teams once more. But I have learned my lesson about flaunting my Pokemon, and instead, I brag about how much rare candy I have. (laughs) Signing off, Bionic Why Not? Uh, so... Great. The other thing, uh, fun fact, so Nintendo shut down the servers, but there are still servers. Yeah, you can look it up online. And there's still people playing, uh, both Black and White and like Diamond and Pearl, like the DS servers. There are still people playing. I forget exactly how to hook up to them. If you come to the Discord and you tag Oshawott, he'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> if you tag Uncle Oshawott, Uncle Oshawott will tell you. So uh, yeah, uh, I think that's uh, I think that's it. But yeah, thank you to everybody sending emails. Like I said, I will. We're gonna do like one massive episode of like the past three weeks of unread emails, and we're gonna do one massive episode. Then we'll start doing it every week. We'll do unread emails on YouTube, where me and another co-host will sit down and go through some emails and talk about it. And but yeah, thank you for that. Uh, next week, if you want to email us at pucklepodcast at gmail dot com, let us know that one thing that you learned about Pokemon far too late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we we would love to hear your your flying type whimsicott story uh, we all have those moments though because the game is like comp- complex enough that you can have those issues type charts everything like that other than that though until next week 
you should uh, check us out on social media badge. over at Twitter. Badge. Oh, Green Taurus badge. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just got a note from the sponsor. They're getting kind of angry that you forget every week. I forget every week. That's I made them who they are. I made them. Get your head in the game. <laughs> That's why is there a Taurus in here? <laughs> He seems angry. very strong and very angry. Very angry. Uh, it's like he had very uh, green and very. I, I think its ability might be anger point. That yeah. Uh, <laughs> it still has. It still has green Taurus, the energy drink that still has less vitamin B twelve than G fuel. <laughs> so, for the record, I will say this on the record: I do not support G fuel <laughs> for a lot of reasons. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> for a lot of reasons, but we can talk about that another day in depth. But yes, the Green Taurus badge. I don't know. Which one did you guys like the best? I, I thought they were all good. Oh. HDM's, I, you know what? I like HDM only because he had a really good Summer League story. Yeah. Yeah. HDM, like you get the Green Taurus badge. Kind of thing. Yeah, you get, you, get the, you get the badge. Just remind somebody. On that note, though, we were uh, next week. Until next week, you could fa- keep up with us. One, you can come to Discord, hang out with us, and get your Green Taurus badge and do other cool things. Two, you can uh, follow us over on social media over at Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram. That's the other one. Those are, those are four. And then you can, of course, do all of the other cool things that we do, like come to Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast, where I typically stream at least on Thursdays, if not another day. Um, I'm still working out my schedule, so that works out <laughs> much better. <laughs> I just like I like streaming, and I like hanging out with you guys when I stream. So I, I really like doing that. So we'll do that. And I know they're going to start doing some draft league content over the weekends. As oh well. boy! Mm-hmm. Cool. So if you're into the draft league, you can do that. And then if you want to go over to YouTube, watch Puckle plays, watch the Pokemon of the episode thing, youtube.com slash Puckle podcast. Uh, Twitch is twitch.tv slash the Puckle podcast. If you want to support the show, go over to Twitch, drop a Twitch prime subscription. It's always appreciated. If not, you can go over to T public, buy anything you find over there, go to Vite ramen and use code Puckle for 10% off at checkout. And we get a little bit of a kickback from that as well. And then you can, of course, uh, more importantly, go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, get cool access to things, get priority to other things that we do, some other content. I know, I think we're working on, uh, depending on how this meeting goes that Seth and I are about to have, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there might be more opportunities for patrons to do things in the near future. So on that note, though, I think that's everything that we usually go over. So here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I've been Trainer Thatch. I have been the Flockers. And I continue to be Seth Vila. And it's closing time. It's closing time in Lavender Town. Time to say our goodbyes. It's closing time. Farewell, my friends. I'll catch you on.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.